Hello, you're listening to Relatable Roles, where time is suggested, I guess? Who knows? I am your host, currently with it at the present date and present time, Max Astorowicz, and as always, joined by my chronologically confused and conquering co-host, Claire Higginbottom. Hello, Claire. Time is really just a series of tubes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the time tubes. The time tubes. Yeah. Yeah. So Relatable Roles is back, uh, bringing you part four of Future Perfect, where uh, I'm going to do a quick recap of what happened at the end of Future Perfect part three, part two, because through the magic of editing, you guys may not have known this, but I was kind of tripping over my words. And it's been a while since we've all gotten together, so I can do a better job of explaining what happened at the end, because shit got weird. So, uh, before we get into that, let's just go around the table and reintroduce everybody. Hello, Dr. Valerie Moss, played by Stacy. Hello, Max. Excited to uh, adventure through time with you today. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Mark your words uh, carefully, so, you know, you're saying that now. <laughs> And up next, we have uh, Gary Weaver from the FBI, played by Joe. Hey, Joe. And uh, last but certainly not least, we have JJ, played by Kayla. Still alive! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we're getting into like pretty deep into this campaign. Just out of curiosity, what's everyone's current sanity? Nah. This is me just out of curiosity asking that. Not Ooh, that I'm... I'm at a solid... 54. Okay, 54. Isn't too bad. I'm at a 65. Yeah. Well, you're 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 new to the group and you're okay with killing people. So, you know, it's <laughs> fine. Yeah, I think I mean of everyone here, I think just JJ and Dr. Moss are the only OG characters we have left, right? <laughs> mhm. Yep. Yep. So Yeah, and I'm sitting at a 58 on Sam. So, there yeah, you guys to JJ. You guys overall have been rolling very well for Sanity, and we'll see if that trend continues. So, uh, last we left off, uh, you guys had kind of sealed the deal uh, with the Hunt uh, Specialty Services on uh, getting the program access to the gate in exchange for some information. And then after uh, Dr. Moss returned her mother home, you all went your separate ways. Uh, you were then one by one picked up by a group of unknown assailants who uh, subdued you with, uh, you remember garage door openers that looked kind of like kitbashed? And eventually you came to, in an abandoned house, uh, strapped to chairs that were tied with just electric nonsense of wires and cables and half-disassembled kitchen appliances. Uh, you were confronted uh, by an individual um, who informed you that the gate uh, will interfere slash is interfering slash has interfered with the construct. I use these different terms of uh, time as the being before you looked like it was kind of struggling to remain consistent in how it was talking to you in reference to the chronological of events. And if you recall, each of you, each of you recalls it a little differently on what you heard. Uh, there has been millions of attempts to uh, access the gate, um, but all uh, were either unsuccessful or provided 
uh, or cause additional damage to the construct, you will tra- you will travel to the gate, are traveling to the gate, have traveled to the gate, and you will enter the gate. Um, following this, there is a uh, someone put uh, th- this individual pushes a button on the microwave. There is this humming throughout the air. A bunch of blue and red sparks um, fill the surrounding area. Uh, Lightning starts to arc out out of just weird electronics and strikes you all one by one, uh, painfully sending you backwards in time, it appears, as you have awoken um, in a lush green field, still strapped to these chairs. Your hair and clothing is scorched. Um, There's a 12-meter scorched circle uh surrounding you with bits and pieces of various half disassembled electronics and kitchen appliances kind of scattered about um outside of the circle just a couple feet though are four what appear to be uh jumpsuits uh with pairs of boots neatly folded up in a in a in a, in a pile um and you see that on the jumpsuits there is a uh a space where a you know a name like a name tag space where someone has written your names in black sharpie just a point of reference question yes now that we all have jumpsuits with our names on them is there a beach volleyball court with playing with the boys on a boombox somewhere nearby well you don't hear the rushing of water that would you know be accompanied (laughs) at the beach but um, yeah, uh, you guys can. You, you guys are kind of like on the side of a hill or near 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 the top of a hill. So there's a the ridge, the the ridge at the top isn't too far away, and you can peer out towards what you are or where you are. Um, it's rather warm wherever or whenever you are. You you put it probably in the high 80s, low 90s. Um, you all you know look terrible. Uh, in the sense that you know your your hair is all kind of like has literal burnt ends, um, and you know you're kind of like feeling grimy. Uh, so yeah, so I was just hoping we could have a an interstellar Top Gun moment, but if that's not going to happen, that's okay. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> Who knows what'll happen though? That's true. Yeah. Um, I mean, if, if there's there's a ridge nearby, I think we should see if we can get the lay of the land, see what's around us, if we can see any important viewpoints. Okay. Uh, roll me sanity, everybody. All right, here we go. <laughs> Fail. Fail. Okay. Pass. 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 Okay. Dr. Moss. Woohoo! Okay, I rolled 21 under 58. Okay. Alright, so you passed. So if you passed, uh, take one. If you failed, take two. Um, so obviously you have traveled to someplace else. What you see is... Imagine that you're in kind of like the Scottish Highlands, but it's got the climate of Malaysia. Um, at the bottom of this, I guess, valley that you're looking up into, you see a, um, what obviously is a man-made, like, compound, 
or like little like forwarding base. Um, there is uh, four meter tall cement walls that kind of slope outward, like a negative slope made of uh, also with stainless steel topped with razor wire, uh, like glass, uh, plexiglass guard towers, it looks like. Um, you see coming out from this uh, little base camp, um, a an asphalt road that is paved, like a freshly paved asphalt road that goes uh, towards what appears to be a canyon of sorts at the other side of the valley. It's only a couple kilometers away. Um, there are appears to be like military surplus vehicles, like bringing things to and from these two locations. Uh, you can see that there's some sort of other uh, structures located at the other end towards where the uh, military surplus vehicles are going. These are like heavy like cargo uh, vehicles. Um, with looking into the, the base camp, you can see that a number of squat concrete structures. Um, what appears to be like a bunker kind of in the middle with sort of a ramp that goes down into it. Uh, so in the surrounding area, you see high tension power lines that uh, lead towards a um, river with a waterfall uh, that you would assume would be providing power for this location. Um, surrounding, there, there's it's it's like a verdant grassland um, where you are. Uh, this is there's there are a lot of people in here uh just from the amount of activity and the size of these locations there could be up to a thousand people um where you are right now just from like the sheer size of it and from seeing people moving uh around you can pick out you know people kind of um uh moving around the top of the walls of the uh of the little base camp and people doing activity uh within the uh within it there's like a motor pool where people are working on the trucks and you see people kind of loading on and unloading various things um so yeah you are on the other side of the gates it appears um you remember this, from oh sorry kayla go ahead this site before me um and Decreases my sanity by two, right? And yeah. I hit my breaking point. So <laughs> my character okay. just can't handle all of this. <laughs> all right. Um, how are you reacting to that? Are you uh, uh, fight, flight, or freeze? Well, fight's not really applicable. So do you just kind of like freeze in shock or you just like run off into the wilderness, Kayla? I thought yeah. that was only if you lost more than four at once. Is that not the case? Uh, it's, oh, no, okay, it should be. It's, it's five at once. But uh, you will start to develop some problems, uh, Jeffrey Je <laughs> uh, Jeffrey Jeeves. Yeah, um, it was about time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so I am uh, so shocked that I will just freeze in place because my brain can't even handle what's going on. Okay, all right. So from from what we can kind of see from, I understand the, the top of the hill, we're not going to get mm -hmm. the clearest resolution of vision. But are the, you know, people walking around this base camp, do they appear to be human? Yeah. Yeah. They okay, are humans. Like walking uh, around lizard people that we can, like, visually no, see. No, 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 no. Um, humans. 
they look like humans. They are wearing the same jumpsuits that you guys are. Do we have any, like, notes or instructions in any of our jumpsuit pockets? Uh, no. But the uh, individual that sent you back here says that you need to go through the gate. Okay. And we can kind of assume that that means the giant gate of the uh, this compound. Uh, the, well, also, the gate is how they get things to here. Uh, and you know from the notebook of um, William Lasseter, they bring things out as well. So it's a yeah. two-way system. So the entity wanted you to leave, but needed you to be here. So. Okay. But also, uh, give me, uh, everyone can roll intelligence. I'm not that good at intelligence. Even my frozen person? Yeah. Ooh, a seven. I know everything about this place. Oh, okay. I, I despite being it. frozen. <laughs> I I hit it exactly, and technically it's a critical success because my okay. Uh, okay. is fifty five, and I rolled a fifty five. <laughs> okay, uh, roll me another sand check, Mister uh, Miss McNeely. Sixty two under sixty four. Uh, someone knows you're here, and this someone works with the thing that sent you backwards in time. Um, JJ, based off your results, also, also because that you've looked at the diagrams of the stuff that um, Arthur Hunt was working on decades and decades ago, the technological bric-a-brac that sent you back here would lead you to believe that this is another party has entered the game, as it were. These aren't, you were not sent back by people disguised as snake people to come to this base. Um, the, the, uh, the, the technology that Arthur Hunt was working on was very elegant and had a very kind of Baroque look to it, while this was just sort of like, we took electronic trash and, you know, mashed it together, and somehow you went back in time. Like um, grungy, steampunky sort of stuff? Or... Like the Gibraltar Trade Center version of time travel? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. If you had to, if you had to, if you like the 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 snake people stuff would be like the steampunk things, and this would just be like your post-apocalyptic crust punk, like time machine. Got it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It follows the redneck rule of if it does move and shouldn't use duct tape. If it shouldn't move and does use WD forty. Um, kind of, but they're like there wasn't duct tape. It was sort of mashed together in a way that like, oh yeah, this shouldn't work but yeah. it does yeah i mean like the time traveling version of that yeah yeah so yeah so we can kind of conjecture that it wasn't hunt and all of the hunt affiliated people that sent us back it's someone else for a different purpose and they obviously know we're here and know who we are because they made us these jumpsuits and put them right next to our landing site yeah didn't we see that kid from the first from the um, desert place right that desert town didn't we see him abducting one of us yeah he was amongst the people that abducted you mm, excuse me okay um, yeah kind of had like this weird glassy eyed uh, look in his eyes like he kind of wasn't being himself um likely some sort of possession you know a usual Tuesday um yeah. mm -hmm. 
I mean, there's probably no shit, in my opinion, fellow traveling party. Uh, I mean, no use in, in hiding, since they obviously know we're here and know our names and do exactly where we were going to land, so we should probably just walk right up to this compound and say hello. Yeah, I agree. Probably expecting us. Yeah. Plus, the gate is in the compound, right? Uh, presumably so, yeah. Um, okay. I mean, based off of what you can see, I mean, there's this... Uh, the facility with the concrete walls uh, looks to be... Um, like the more permanent or well-established location, uh, so you would presume that that is where the gates would be. Got it. Okay. So heading on down to yonder compound. Yes. Oh, also, so you are aware, uh, you don't have any of your gear. All okay. you have with you is your jumpsuits. And your boots and your name, your your name tag. All right, I guess I'll are. delete all of my armor and gear. Yeah. Buy a pistol and knife. I'll miss you. No phones or anything. No phones or anything. Is there any sort of secret tracking device embedded in the boot or in the name nope. tag? Nope. These appear to just be very high quality, like waterproof. Uh, boots and um like very well made uh durable um like jumpsuits okay like, so at like least very we very probably won't get trench foot <laughs> no no these you would be these are extremely comfortable um boots um even though they're like brand new and haven't been like broken in you like, you don't have like that stiffness to them or they're yeah. they're stiff but they're not uncomfortable so uh you would you'd value these at probably at least $200 a pair Dang. So. We look cool. Yeah, on my way to the compound, my character is just looking around and just wondering if I see any more of those stupid eggs that he's obsessed with. The the dragonflies? Yeah. <laughs> like looking around, seeing if there's any eggs or big ass dragonflies in the sky. Like he's he's like, all right, if this is happening to me, I'm gonna look around. <laughs> All right, so um, looking around, you do not see any giant um, eggs or or dragonflies, excuse me. Um, you do see um, some small mammals that you would say are probably uh, ancestors of um, modern, like wild, modern wildlife, you know, weird squirrely kind of looking things um you do see um like a, maybe what's best called like a proto deer or it's like a very it's a sizable deer or a deer like uh animal um but unlike the modern equivalents of these kind of animals they are not have the inbred trait of being afraid of humans yet um, so they're not like you, like you can like walk or get kind of close to them before, like without them, like fleeing from you or anything like that. Uh, you get the idea that would make them very easy to hunt. 
if you needed food. Okay. As I'm walking, Mariah is just like uncharacteristically like hyper focused on like walking and moving forward while like she's muttering under her breath like all I wanted to do in college was feed the squirrels. Don't approach the squirrels, Mariah. Don't do it. <laughs> because she wants to pet them real bad. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so as you are um getting, it takes it takes a little while, like an an hour or two to. You know, kind of get off top the ridge, go down, go around, kind of get into the the valley where you are. Um, as you're getting, I guess, kind of close, there is a uh, one of those military surplus like cargo trucks, kind of like rolling by. Um, doesn't you know? Doesn't really take notice to you or you know look at you out of the ordinary or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I I kind of flag him down. <laughs> Yeah, he stops. Uh, hey. Uh, hey, do, hey do, do you need a ride? Yeah, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I think we just got dropped off uh, over on that ridge. I'm not sure what the protocol is, but it's pretty hot. We're getting thirsty and tired. Can we hitch a ride? Oh, yeah, yeah. Are you guys part of the, are you guys part of the away team? Um... You know, out, out there, out there, scouting for you know mineral deposits and such. I don't think we've been assigned a team yet. I think that's why we need to to get down to to base camp. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, yeah. We'll 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 get you. You guys must be new. Come on, in. yeah. It's 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 a little disorienting at first, you know. Yeah. You know. Yeah, um, we're we're new, so that that would be great. Thank you. Oh yeah, yeah. Come on, yeah. Uh, hop on in. So, uh, this truck driver, who we'll say is named uh, Roger Nel, uh, his um, his his uh, tag says Roger Nelson on it. Like that's that's the the your little truck driver friend's name. Yeah. Um, int- introduces himself. He's a you know. A cheer enough guy. He he handles this truck like quite well, um, you know. So, what's you uh, what you hauling here, Roger? Oh yeah, I was bringing back uh, some cement from uh, from the compound. You know, they got that. Uh, they got their production facility up there. Uh, you know, so they can have uh. Do uh you know main, maintain things back at uh, ba- back at base camp you know it's one of those you know I I I take stuff over there I lo- load back up load it back up and bring it back so you know uh how long have you been here I've been I've only been here a couple month couple months now did did you get kind of dropped off the same way like pretty unceremoniously at the top of the hill with all your clothes burned off. No, he kind of looks at you kind of funny. He's like, I mean, I came through the gate like everything else does. Maybe like, maybe the gate's not working. Yeah. We probably should tell, uh, <laughs> probably should report I this just, to, uh, I just uh, kind of laugh it off. I just kind of laugh it off and I'm just like, hey, you know, just a figure of speech. It's a little disorienting. 
Uh, give me persuade. The, uh, the one thing I'm real good at. Thanks, Max. <laughs> yep. Uh, 69, nice, under 70. Alright, uh, let's see. He gets to roll to see if he tells that you're lying. He does not. You <laughs> beat him in the opposed. Okay, uh, yeah, after a quick, you know, quick five, ten minute, uh, ride, not even, um, you, uh, you make your way to, uh, the base camp, uh, the, the, the truck kind of slows that approaches the gates, but the gates kind of, like, slide backwards into the walls, and, um, you know, the, the, uh, the truck, you know, pulls on, pulls on in, uh, to the, uh, to the base camp, and uh, he goes to you know goes to park it, and it gets start, start to, starts to get unloaded uh, from uh, by you know by ground personnel uh, for very much. Uh, um, so uh, Nelson says to you, uh, "Yeah, you might want to you know talk with uh, Doctor Doctor Tucker. He's over in the you know the the uh, the uh, command center over there." Um, I mean, you look you look pretty rough. Yeah, you, you, you. I mean, you you might want to go get a haircut. You kind of look, you know, pretty frazzled. I know uh, everyone takes the the journey through the 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 gate or whatever uh, kind of differently. So you know, um, might want to clean yourself up. Thank you, Roger. We appreciate that. Can does he like point us in the direction of? Yeah. Yeah. He points you in the direction of like where the head of the facility is, and uh, like kind of like where like the mess is, or where like the, you know, the barber would be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he kind of just goes about his day. Um, he doesn't really look at you twice. Um, and you guys are just kind of free to wander around now, if you'd like, because you're inside of the base. There are about half a dozen. Uh, armed guards on top of the uh, of the walls. They appear to be carrying AR-15s. Uh, they've got a pistol on their belts. Um, yeah. Uh, they look the like of the party. Oh, if we should be like acting like we're surveyors <laughs> instead of being like, yeah, we just dropped out of nowhere and don't know what's going on. If we want to blend in more, I guess. Um, well, we need to look the part, too, so we we look like we have been in an accident or something. Maybe we play that up until we can get a haircut. Oh, yeah. Like, we were out surveying to grab rocks. We had an accident. I've lost my memories. <laughs> Amnesia. <laughs> and where's the shower? <laughs> and what do I do? Because, like, we clearly didn't follow quote-unquote normal protocols for coming back here in time um, based on, on Roger's statements. So, either we were pulled here without proper protocols or by a group other than who is here. Um. 
It would be like whatever we're here to see. Someone wants us to see it. Oh, hey, uh, Mar Mariah, was it? Uh, uh, Nelson uh, comes back over to you. He's like, hey, yeah. I think you left your phone in my in my cab. He hands you a smartphone. Oh. Thanks, Roger. Uh, much appreciate everything I've learned about you today. I hope we get to run into each other again soon. Oh, yeah, I'm sure I'll, you know, I'll, I'll be around. I mean, no one's going anywhere anytime <laughs> soon. Yeah. Uh, I uh, try and make a really bad joke, or and no one's going any when, if you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, need need to work on your jokes there, uh, <laughs> Mariah. Yeah. All right, I I got to get back to work. Um, so you didn't have a phone in the cab, uh, yeah, or when you came back through time. Um, but a phone was there that he assumes is yours. Um, there is a. It's it's a it's a, it's a smartphone, uh, a, 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 a Samsung Galaxy S twenty, uh, so you know pretty pretty modern um, phone. It's not like it's a you know out of date, yeah. um, kind of device. Um, obviously, you're not going to have signal uh, with it here. Um, roll me perception, or excuse me, alertness. Alertness can do. 41 under 60. Okay. Um, there's a seam around the edges, the entire edge of the phone. Um, one that is different uh, or one that is not there on the regular phone's model of what you, ex of what you would expect a uh, modern phone architecture. Like this phone was maybe taken apart at some point. And then yeah. has been reformed into a phone-shaped object. Okay. Is there anything, like, on the screen? Like, is the screen lit up and doing anything? Uh, the phone is off. So, okay. no. All right. Yeah, he, he, he didn't, like, you know, hit the lock screen to see if it was yours. He's just like, oh, someone who was in my cab left their phone. So. Okay. Is the, the seam around the phone, like, the kind of seam where I can kind of slide my fingernail into it and, like, pop it open? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, then I'll, I'll do that, please. Okay. Um, it's just crammed full of electronic nonsense. Okay. So, similar, similar kind of electronic nonsense to the, kind, to the type that sent us back in time? Yes. Okay. Uh, snap it back together and try turning it on. Uh, roll luck. Thirteen. Um, nothing happens. Bummer. Um, can I try a hard reset, which is power button and volume down at the same time? <laughs> Wait, based no, I might not want to. Based off of what you saw, this this thing looks like a phone, but it's not a phone. Okay. Um, when I was like looking on the inside, was there anything I could recognize? Oh no 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 no! Okay. No 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 no. Maybe it's like a gate pass to get back into the compound. I don't like I. So when we were in Roger's car, did all like mm -hmm. the electronics in Roger's car like look like standard? Yeah, functional, yeah, this, logical. This was... 
yeah, this, uh, yeah, it looked like a regular military surplus, uh, like, cargo truck. You can actually see one being constructed, um, like, piece by piece, um, like, in the yard. Like, mm -hmm. they are bringing, they are bringing trucks in as, you know, pieces and then putting them back together, um, on this side of the gate to use for, like, heavy transport and such. Okay, so, based on the phone that may or may not be a phone that is in my hand, the electronics of that, and the electronics of the machinery that sent us back in time, and the relatively standard electronics around us, does it seem like a safe conjecture that the people who run this compound and the people who sent us back in time are different groups of people? Correct, yeah. Okay. Um... Does anyone uh, else have a phone walking around? Um, like, do other people well, have smartphones? Well, no, there's no service in the past. No, but like, in um, case people like brought them with them to like on their uh, some there's like some uh like tablets for like you know doing you know um work stuff or like the heavy duty like uh uh laptops that you would see at like uh like construction sites or like. You know, if you're doing like some pretty rough and tumble, um, uh, like field surveying yeah. stuff, but like not like you know, a, um, there's no internet. Um, right. So, are the ta people have who have tablets? Do they also have Samsung tablets? Um, do you want them to? I don't know. I'm just trying to figure out ways to get this phone that may or may not be a phone turned on in case we have an important message. What you're holding is not a phone. Is, is what you're is what you can piece together. Yeah, I'm aware of that, but I didn't know if it like still had a standard charging port because clearly this needs to get some electricity from somewhere. <laughs> When you popped it open, there there wasn't like a battery cell or um like it has like the port of where you would plug in a charger, but it doesn't connect to anything. It's okay. It is a phone shaped device that uh was meant to hold something else. Okay, and it was not clear to see what was being held in there based on the jiggle that was in there. Yeah. All right. Uh, Roger comes back. Uh -huh. He's like, hey, uh, what if you also leave your phone in the back? Yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Roger. I mean, I mean, I know you're not going to get, like, signal here, but I, I understand you probably have, like, your grandkids' photos on, on there, I assume. <laughs> so, you know, just, just, you can't run down to the Verizon store and get a new one. So, you know, be more careful with it, I guess. <laughs> yeah, the missus would kill me. Thanks, Roger. Yep. Bye. Hey, Roger, quick question. Has anybody else been in your car before you picked us up? Uh, no, I was straight on back from the compound. Uh, yeah, just, you know, just bags of cement. All right. Thanks, Sam. Yep. I think if we wait along, Roger will come back with two more phones. Yeah, it's, uh, uh, JJ, this phone looks identical to the previous phone that was delivered. It has that same seam all around the edge. Oh, okay. And, and when I pop it open, does it look the same as what uh, 
Yeah. Okay. If we hold them next to each other, does anything happen? No. <laughs> cool. Alright. So what else do we have? Does JJ's turn on at all? Nope. Do we have anything in the vicinity? Intelligence. Uh, yeah, I need, and, uh, 50 under 55. You're, you're, you're breaking the thing by opening it. <gasps> oh. Well. Gotcha. <laughs> well, then stop making the seam sound so intriguing, Handler. <laughs> it's... <sighs> <laughs> My character's not smart! She's charismatic and quick! <laughs> she sees slot! She wants to pry it open! <laughs> she was literally banging the phones together to see what would happen. <laughs> that was like, um, the apes, like, smacking things together. So ridiculous. I shouldn't, I shouldn't be in charge of electronics! <laughs> Well, good job, team. Does, we does one of the other two want to go flag down Roger before he leaves and ask if his phone, your all, your phone is also in the back of his car? Yes, yeah, Doctor Moss. Doctor Moss, you're the smartest one of all of us. You chase him down and you you attend to this phone, not a phone situation, because clearly we can't be trusted. Yeah, he's close enough. I I would love to do that. <laughs> See if I can get his okay. attention and be um, like, hey, homie, I think I left my phone in the back, too. Uh, y- uh, you're, you're walking over to him, and you get, like, you get bumped into someone. Or someone, like, bumps into you. Uh, you don't get a good look at them before, like, they uh, keep going along their way. There's something in your pocket. All right. Um, I'm just going to take a quick peek and see if it's a phone-looking object. It is a phone. Okay, Uh, does this one also have a seam? Because maybe the third time we should open it. No, that's not happening. (laughs) Cool. I'll return to my friends. And we will press on. I think, guys, I think we should just go to the office of whoever is in charge. They're expecting us. No, they're not. No, they're not. Oh, I, th- I thought we heard that they, they, I guess they know that we're here, right? Well, someone knows that we're here, someone, but it's likely not the every, people uh, who every, live here. Everyone, everyone roll sanity. Or excuse me, everyone roll intelligence. I mean, I, I figured this part out. Uh, oh, three under 55. Okay. Uh, everyone, anyone else pass? Uh, 45 under 85. Okay. I rolled a one. Okay. Woo! Okay, so, um, not only did someone know you were coming, someone knew you would get into Roger's truck. Someone knew that, so that there was a phone there waiting for you. Someone knew you would open up the phone, which is why a second phone was delivered. Someone knew that the second phone would be delivered. Therefore, a situation was then carefully crafted where a phone would end up in Dr. Valerie Moss's uh uh pocket. The smart in one's pocket. Yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> so um, uh roll sanity because you are dealing with something that knows the particulars of time. Twenty two under sixty four. I'm totally fine with this. Fail. 
All right. Uh, if you pass, ev um, everyone has to roll that sand. Yep, I, I passed. Okay. I passed. Okay. If you pass, take one. If you failed, this is a take two. What if we critically pass? Do we still take one? You still take one. All right. So I am now at my breaking point as well. Yep. You're you're kind of skeezed out by <laughs> the idea that um are your actions your own or are you are you playing along with a script of uh someone's that someone knows uh what you're going to do and is planned for such a, uh such actions? <laughs> We're just can, playing. Is, We're just pawns in million dimension chess. I'm just playing a doctor, guys. I think they're on to us. <laughs> okay, so clearly the people who run this compound don't Our, know that we're here and did not yeah. request us. Someone else sent us here and has taken a lot of pity on us for breaking our magic electronic phones. So I vote we go find a corner where no one's really paying attention to us and try and boot this not broken one up and see what see what's see what's the haps. I think it does anything. I'm gonna vote that we just sort of search around the compound and this entity might show themselves. I mean, we've but we've also been given this one specifically because we kept breaking the other ones. We can at least try and turn it on. Uh, does it look like there's a port to sh put anything in, or is well, we it like just, we just need to try and turn it on? It it doesn't turn on. Okay. That's that's what I wanted to know if we can turn yeah. it on. <laughs> I'm thinking it's something else. Like it's not meant to be powered on or turn on. It's just yeah, maybe like a, like a pass or to get. I think maybe it's on. some sort of device that will indicate in some way if we're close to something important so i vote we just like like, like we're playing hot and cold yeah so i vote we take like a super casual looking like super not suspicious just stroll around the inside of the compound see if anything beeps or buzzes any, like, tools or like things to carry that would make us look like we're working here and we belong max uh, well, you you look like you belong. You look like everybody else. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're Got you're it. all wearing the same jumpsuits. You're all wearing the same boots. And they also um, just look like they're walking around. Like this is like a living area. Yeah, rather than like, like a, yeah. a work site. Because I I thought well, it's, it's it was a, like a work it's, site. It's it's a combination like vehicle depot, uh, and living area. Oh, um, okay. Uh, there's like a like a central kind of little like bunker that has like an elevator into it like a big like you see people like unloading stuff um from the uh from the elevator onto into the yard and also you see people loading um some like heavy duffel bags into the elevator you hear some clanking of metal um uh inside of it um but uh you know like there, there, there are buildings that are obviously like, um, uh, like cabins for people to live in. They're they're very large. They could probably hold, you know, upwards of a hundred people. But uh, uh, this like this is there's like five hundred people in this place. Yeah, so it's like a a dorm and quad and receiving area all in one. Yeah. 
yeah, there's an obvious um, mess. Uh, you can smell. Well, you don't really. You could still like. You could see that there's, you know, like trash receptacles and um, like some little like little front end loaders for for moving things around. Um, there's wells that have been dug on the uh, uh, within the confines of the facility. Um, but 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 yeah, it's like a it's a it's a dorm quad you know, vehicle and vehicle depot. Yeah. Mariah kind of makes a mental note that if things go south and we need to like really mess up this little society here, if we mess up those wells, we'll cripple them. And just in case I want, I want to kind of keep that cooked in the back of my mind. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, if, if we, Obviously, walking around isn't going to track suspicion. So my my first assumption then, since this is a bone-like object that doesn't turn on, is that it's going to signal to us in some other way. Maybe it's proximity to some other thing. So I, we can at least get the lay of the land a little more closely and take a stroll around to see if we get any sort of signal or alert. Part of me feels like it's another tra- time-traveling device. And talking to Roger, he didn't seem super weirded out by us being new people. So maybe going to, like, the barber and just bullshitting with the barber about, like, you know, like, when you get your hair cut and you just chat with them. Be like, hey, we're new here. Can you tell us a little bit? Just to get some idea of what is going on. Yeah. I just We also need to, like, be super careful with that because clearly this is, like, a... There is some security here. It doesn't seem to be insane, but it's because, like, security of the gate, I'm sure, is so high because it's in, you know, the Hunt Electronics area. Um, Because, like, if we kind of let it slip that we did not come here through conventional means, then it's going to... Which you almost did, or did do. Yes. Um, So we don't want to have another one of those situations where we kind of spoil it. Um, is there like a sign that says gate this way or do we hear people like talking about it? Like it doesn't seem like it's something that we could just go like we would know the the direction of and we can just go wander towards and see if this phone starts doing anything. Um, or is it like a secret that the, there's a gate and we don't need to know about it? Well, everyone knows where it is because that's that's how you how get we here. Got here. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so. Like, there's not a clear, like, labeled of, like, gate here, but, like, all the buildings you see on the surface levels are are all, you know, dormitories, mess halls, um, meeting centers, and stuff like that. So, um, you you see that there is a large elevator where things are being unloaded and loaded into, so you would assume that it is down there. Yeah. And can and obviously based on all of the activity around the elevator, that's not something that can just be like easily snuck into. Correct. A lot of people. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So, so you're gonna go, you know, snoop around or uh, get your hair cut and such, or or what's the what's the plan of attack? I guess. Um, I mean, I kind of want to So maybe JJ and Mariah can do a walkabout and the Dr. Moss and Gary can try and maybe eavesdrop and 
get a haircut. I disagree. I don't want to split up. That's especially because I'm the only one with a working well, not some kind of phone thing. What if something happens and then now we are very far apart from one another and or fighting dinosaurs <laughs> and this phone is doing something. Okay, well, right. I mean, then I, I would like to... I'll so, go to the hair shop. No, let's search. I would say let's search around. I'm down with yeah. that. Yeah, I'd rather kind of inconspicuously walk around because then we'd have the opportunity to like eavesdrop on people's conversations. We can peek into buildings and we can see if we get any sort of like reaction from this not a phone phone. Agreed, yeah. Okay. So you're walking around um uh the the base camp uh as it were. Um yeah, about 500 people currently within this little facility. Um it's it's got a lot of modern amenities. Um you know, people in the dorm rooms who aren't working, they have, you know, like DVD players and um table tennis and air hockey. Uh, you see a lot of, um, a lot of things people are eating are, um, MREs, uh, not a lot of, like, fresh stuff. Um, you know, uh, you do see a man that you would put as the guy in charge, just off of the way that he kind of carries himself. Um. He's a man in his, mm, let's say, his late 50s, early 60s, uh, Caucasian, um, short, whitish hair. Uh, his name tag says Tucker. Um, he obviously is very comfortable um, in, uh, in his role. He does wear a pistol on his belt. Uh, you see him talking with a couple individuals who kind of got like, you know, um, like, uh, like, uh, maps kind of, where they're kind of like pointing at, uh, various things. And you, you hear, you hear someone say like, away team thinks they found another, um, uh, a vein, uh, you know, three clicks from, um, site Auburn, um, you know, where, uh, site Ochre and site Ver uh, Vermilion are, have an estimated yield 50, 60, 50, 60 million USD on current market prices. Um, uh, the, the, the new sites possibly, uh, pretendably titled, uh, site Garnet estimated value, possibly 200 to two to 300 million dollars USD. Um, and you, you, you hear Tucker talk to this person. He's like, I don't want, I don't want them going out much further than that. Um, I know, uh, Amanda uh, does not uh, uh, wants to, or excuse me, um, Amita wants to uh, venture out further, but uh, we're we're still um, establishing a foothold, and we can't let uh, carelessness, um, you know, get the better of us. I mean, people have already people have already died, you know, exploring some of these sites. So and he's and the and the 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 mining guy is talking. He's like, yes, yes, yes. I hear you. I hear you. Like you know, kind of being like he's he's kind of heard these complaints before, um, through that. So, um, ba -ba -ba. so and then he kind of like goes about his way. Um, 
a few hours into your wanderings, uh, you hear some like um, like an alarm klaxon, and you see a bunch of people kind of get out and go through what is very obviously a security drill. Um, you know they they you know they they go through the motions like very professionally and such, but uh, you guys realize that um, from the amount of people living here and the amount of security detail they are, they are very understaffed in regards to that. Like the security detail is a lot smaller uh, than um, or it, it's very lax. Well, obviously because there's not a lot of other people um in the area but um yeah so <laughs> um do we and... run across any like newspapers or printed materials mm, no not okay. no I was just trying to like figure out like when we are. Um, they have DVD players, so it's got to be uh, post nineteen ninety six. Well, I mean, the the gates are connected to the modern day. <laughs> I think what JJ is getting at is exactly how far in the past we are, <laughs> or if that even matters. Yeah, I mean, like you could shove other shit through the gates and. It could be like post-apocalyptic future where we're like, oh my god, let's meld all of these machines together to make shit work. <laughs> or yeah, no, like all the technology that you, that you see at the uh, at the base camp is like modern day, um, like consumer goods that you could source if you just had a fuck ton of money. Um, Everything is like the same brand. There's no variety in um uh in the uh in, in, in the goods available. Mm -hmm. Like popping your head around, there's disposable razors, but there's like, you know, thousands upon thousands of the same like, you know, BIC disposable ones. Uh -huh, okay. Um every DVD player is a Sony. Um Yeah, yeah. so so they're using the gate to put bring supplies back in to this point in time while we put whatever we find out here forward through the gate in time. Um, yeah, it's like an exchange uh, of goods. Um, yeah, from from what you were reading in Lassiter's journal, like he thinks like the world is kind of doomed and is run by a cabal of like snake people. He has the evidence. He has an actual snake person at his facility in. Um, uh Duxbury. Um mm -hmm. so like he, he his plan is to like move humanity into the past um like millions of millions of years. Um uh which would make sense with the setting as it is currently. Okay, got it. Yeah. Yeah. So just trying to like put the pieces of what we know together. So yeah, so Lasseter wants to move everyone back in time, which is why they're starting to build civilization here through the time portal. Um, the time portal works both forwards and back in so far as they can send a people both from the present in time to this location and to this location back. Um, 
someone who isn't Lassiter's team sent us here, but provided us clothing to make it look like we fit in, because obviously everyone here is wearing the same jumpsuit and the same boots, so whoever put us here knew that we needed to fit in um, and knew that we couldn't arouse suspicion, which means that they likely want us to do something unsavory or something that they can't do themselves either because they're I don't know, alien people with alien technology or something else. Uh, so it's they wouldn't put us all the way I feel like they put us back here in this time with the gate because it's easier to access the gate with fewer people as opposed to it being in the basement of Hunt Electronics. Um, so maybe this phone that isn't a phone combined with the gate takes us to maybe like that thing is programmed to take us to a very specific location in time that we have to do a task at that location at t in time. Like that's like the micro SD card that we would load into the DeLorean and it would take us to X date and X location. Does that seem like a fair conjecture? Yeah. I'm also wondering if they wanted us to like, so our only prerogative, Max, um, was get to the gate, right? Yeah. That was yeah. the only instruction. Yeah. You, were not, you were not told why or what you had to do, but you were told to get to the gate. I wonder if we'll meet someone or something working near the gate who will give us another. I mean, or if, like, getting to the gate is going to be I mean, am I, really hard. I mean, <laughs> yeah, because my... What I am feeling is that our our actual real life uh, this is just like a way station on the way to get to like this is we were dropped at this point in time at this location because it's easy e because it's easier to access the gate when it's not under like modern technology. Because obviously everyone in this location, this base camp, is aware that the gate exists. It's not a secret, so it's not under as much security because people kind of come and go as they please. Okay. Um, so I guess what we need to find out is exactly how people can access the gate, how they get down there, and like what the protocol is for that. Like, Is it anyone can just go like when they're little station is up like do they like come here and serve for a certain amount of time and then go back to the gate and go back to real time or well because i'm thinking back to other the, the part three like the cars were parked there all the time and we can assume likely that the cars were parked there all the time because they were on the other side of this gate I don't know. Handler, uh, like if that's something you can confirm or deny, but that seems yes, reasonable. I, um, <laughs> the cars are parked there because everyone worked in three-day shifts. Which is why when you went back to look, the cars were still there, because they were still working. Okay. Like, they, they do like a three days on, four days off thing. Like, they stay at the plant for three days, then go home. They yeah. come back to the plant for three days. And they're staying at the plant for three days is them coming through the gate, doing what they need to do, and then going back to normal times? 
That you do not know. Okay. That or that I will not tell you. Okay. Fair. Um, Anyone have any plans on figuring out where the gate is? Well, we know where the gate is. It's under that. It's, it's under that uh, elevator, like in the center of the thing. I thought that was something Max yeah. said. Yeah, oh. it's it's not on the ground level. It's well, like, let's walk it, over there and see if the device makes the elevator work. Uh, it, it's an elevator. You can call the elevator. Um, it's you know it's it's operable. There's also like a uh, a service access stairway. You know, for like if the elevator's out of order and you still need to use it to get down to wherever it goes. Um, is that being guarded? No. But we okay. give the elevator a try first. I mean, there's people at the elevator. Can we just take the stairs? Yeah. Are, yeah. are there people at the elevator? Yeah, there's people like oh, actively okay. loading and uh, loading and unloading uh, stuff. Oh, got it. Service stairs. Yeah. Are we going <laughs> up or down? <laughs> I'm assuming down. Down. Yeah. Whew, yeah. Thankful. My old knees. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's only a um it's only uh maybe two stories of of um of stairs. You're probably down about thirty feet from the um from the from the gate or from, from the surface. Uh there appears to be a um a natural cave that has since been filled in um or covered up as it were with you know modern architecture and industrial engineering and such um there's a what appears to be like a, a control room or like a command center of of um you would kind of like to monitor uh things and um you know people to kind of like man their stations and such like that you don't really see like the archway that you did back in um hellbend but uh they're clearly there there's a clear area that is like cordoned off with um like yellow like paint of being like you know stand clear you know um you know, like the the chevrons of like the warning area and stuff so like you know like where stuff comes out uh when the gate is activated there does not appear to be a way to activate the gate from this side so it is more so the people on the other end are activating uh, the gate. Uh, there's a lot of um, floor space for like boxes and crates. Uh, you, there's like there's pallet jacks, um, you know, pallets. Um, so there's. Uh, there's people kind of just like sorting and moving things and uh, kind of like taking notes of what's being shipped. It's like a shipping and receiving desk, but they're shipping things through time. Um, mm -hmm. and, you know, everything's like bagged and tagged and, and, and stuff like that. So. Um, um, are any of the crates big enough to fit four adult people? Um, yeah. We'll say that there is. Because my... I mean, obviously, I'm no time wizard. 
<laughs> um, but if my if all four of us are together and we have this not broken because we didn't open it like time key card there's clearly not like if the gate is operated from the Ohio side there's nothing that we can like shove it into or use to control it so I wonder if just us going through it through the gate like with this piece of technology is enough to to do what it needs to do because all we were told to do was go like go through the gate so I think if we're all together just with this piece of technology that will do what it needs to do and drop us off at the correct time location mm-hmm Uh, there is a um, clock uh, that's like that's counting down. Um, uh, you know, counting down. Um, it's like thirty-six hours uh, from now. Um, there's warning signs that say, uh, you know, uh, movement into movement in and out of reception chamber during transit is restricted. Um, to authorize personnel only for active loading and unloading only. Um, there's a kind of a little reception area where there's like seats and cots. Uh, obviously, like people come down here and they do work when you know when things are being moved and such. Um, so, so in 36 hours, something is going to happen here. Um, and yeah, that's uh, it, they they appear to you know they know when the gate is going to open, um, but they don't have uh, you know direct control. There's a there's a part probably like a schedule of uh of of when these things happen. Okay. So. I think it's time yeah. we get jobs, everybody. Loading jobs. <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to like figure out the trying to think of like what the best way to approach that without making it very obviously seem like we shouldn't be here. You know what I mean? Uh, roll everyone, roll me intelligence. Or, or JJ, you know, with your intelligence of eighty-five and reading through the notes, that like everyone who comes here has a purpose. No one comes through the gate and be like, "Okay, what do I do now?" You all know what. Everyone who comes through knows what they are going to be doing when they arrive. Um, so in that sense, play to your character's strengths. Um, in regards to, uh, what they are good at, or what they can, um. Or what they can do, and such. If you have medical Just... skills or machinery skills or um, other things and such, so like that is that is how you can kind of like seamlessly integrate um, with the yeah with the, with the personnel in the area. Yeah, because obviously, if we're dressed correctly and here we. St- don't look like interlopers. We just need to come down and be like, I was brought down here to do this. Let me show you that I can do it. Where's the manager? 
Max, well, what I... can I do around here with a high physics and history? <laughs> um. Is so, there any like scientist researcher? Yeah, yeah, there are people. There is there are some uh various science uh various like science and like small little lab play uh encampments around base camp. Um you saw people doing uh some let's see some like gardening and botany things. They're trying to establish gr actually growing crops in the past. Um, you did see a physics, a physics e uh, research area where um, people are like charting stars and such, which, which physics could be used for. Uh, there's an elect, there is a power plant that's a couple power plants actually. Um, one that powers this site, one that powers the other site. Um, Or I want to work at the power plant because then I can be like, all right, I need to go oversee like the gate <laughs> when it's open and take like measurements and readings of its energy. And that's how I could get back here, I guess. What do you guys think? Yeah, I think that seems reasonable. Yeah. For, for two days. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, three, two or three. Yeah, I'm pretty strong and I have high dexterity, so I'll probably try and fit in with like these loading and unloading people. Yeah, I definitely will be on like a med team if I see anybody. Like, I feel like we should almost go to like those our respective camps of these people and try to be like, hey, so I'm new this here. Is my first day, yeah. Yeah. Just so like we get used to what the actual tasks that they do are, because even if you are that you do that job for a living, you don't really know the protocol around the that particular work environment. Yeah. Yeah. Gary Weaver should be like either security or like an unloading loading guy. I was just thinking about where they have the slackers. Stationed at where do they put those? You can go work in the mess hall. <laughs> yeah, and then I mean, we there's... need somebody down here when the gates open for emergency snacks. <laughs> yeah, so I guess we should all report to our respective quote unquote real jobs. <laughs> Yeah, and show up and just don't be like, I'm new. Be like, I was sent. <laughs> I am good at this. I was told I'd be doing this. Where do I go? <laughs> yeah. And I'm, I'm pretty good at charisma and persuade, so I could hopefully talk my way into everything. I'm not, but we'll figure it out. <laughs> Okay, uh, Doctor Moss, because yours is the most easy to uh, to do. So you 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 obviously find your way to the uh, medical offices, of which they are clearly labeled um, with the Universal uh, um, Red Cross, which is actually like a trademarked symbol. Um, but whatever, it's the past. No one's gonna sue. Um, 
so um you uh you you come in and you're obviously you know not sick and such uh and um a woman introduces herself as uh uh brenda craxton and she's like oh yes hello i'm um, i'm dr craxton um uh welcome uh oh do oh dr moss are you are you here to join us are you here to uh work medical i am camp? yes i am great great that's wonderful that's wonderful have you gotten your uh your blood sample taken yet i have not okay okay well this is you know uh as i'm sure you know standard procedure for everyone entering the uh facility uh, entering base camp um you know we don't want uh unknown i know you got you know shot to high shot up to high heaven uh before they went you through that uh that portal but uh we need to check for um um microbes or um you know, it we're we're possibly a million years in the past, and uh, you know our uh, medical science doesn't cover all of those bases. So uh, we just kind of want to have a you know, make sure everyone has a clean bill of health because who knows what happens when you go through that portal thing. So um, it's a very simple pinprick uh, of the finger. Um, you're like, oh no, everything looks good. You know, they do a little you know the little lab science and stuff like that. So um, so a uh, doctor. Uh, the doctor says to you, like, "Oh, uh, what's your specialty? Are you are you um, surgery, medical, psychological? We could actually use uh, some more uh, shrinks around here these days." You know, me medicine is my forte. Okay, okay. Well, that's um, that's that's wonderful. So we're always happy to, um, happy to have another uh, set of hands around here. You know, you know, you mean we're in the past, but you know, industrial accidents are not uncommon. Um, with all the heavy machinery that's uh, being worked and such, you know. So, but um, yeah, are you yeah, are you I, sure you don't have any like psychiatry background? You know, I think that means do the psychology. <laughs> no, like this is I, I'm trying to I'm feeding yeah. a little bit of plot about what's yeah. going on. Um, <laughs> like stress around here is a uh, uh, pretty high. I mean, you know, I, unfortunately, I, I, I don't have a great background, but I did dabble in, in you know, school. So uh, happy to happy to uh, fill that role if needed. Um, OK, uh, that's 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 better than nothing. I um, I lost three people uh, recently. They were sent back through the gates um, to the to the modern world. So they uh, they couldn't hack it, according to uh, Tucker. Uh, his observations. You know, apparently something something happened on the other side back in the present. I, I guess some guy got caught uh, moving gold. Uh, you know, when, when, you know, me, uh, careless dipshit. You know, jeopardizing all of this. So, so then, you know, uh, as, as I'm sure you're aware, we're all going to be here for a long, long time now. And well. That's uh, kind of weighing hard on and heavy on some people. So. And what happens to those people who uh, don't cut it? Do they get sent back through the gate? Yeah, yeah. Um, a couple weeks back, you know, uh, Tucker came to me, gave me, uh, asked me to give him a list of people that, uh, you know, I was suspicious of or you know, not that suspicious of, but like had my doubts on their... Uh, capabilities or if they were being able to pull their weight i thought they would maybe just be reprimanded you know have to eat the same mres for the same for a month like everyone else does when they get infractions but no um 
he sent them all back. 34 people. Wow, or, sounds uh, like Tucker runs a pretty tight ship around here. And, yeah. Uh, yep. He's, uh, short staff doesn't help. No, I mean we'll we'll uh, we'll make do, but it's just going to be one of those weird uh, weird ro- weird rocky periods, you know, you know, kind of like uh, you know, mid twenty twenty. Am I right? <laughs> oh, but oh well. So all right, so that's that's what's happening at medical. All right, who would like to do the real job next? well okay um i mean i want to do shipping and receiving stuff does there appear to be some sort of headquarters or office where a lot of this is happening uh yeah there's like a logistics division um where they're kind of you know they're keeping track of inventory of everything you know it's like yeah like uh, we're, we're down 500 mres for the month um but you know based off of uh you know they're, they're chit chat back and forth about you know intake versus um upkeep and you know projected you know stocks of you know uh of goods and such like that um so you know you know there's a thing of you know power consumption is is fine but you know just a lot of just big bicker bickering back and forth um there's a man who appears to be in charge his name is um De Blair, Bill De Blair is what his name tag says. No, <laughs> I just pulled that name out of my hat. Okay, uh, so my boss's name is Bill De Bear. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> like the workshop, I like it. Yeah, okay, yeah. Um, so, uh, I mean, I'm just kind of stroll my way up there say you know excuse me um i'm new i'm sh- i was just sent over here to join the logistics team um i'm sorry if this seems a little uh out of sorts but i've been kind of lost looking for someone and i'm hoping that you're the person that i was supposed to meet with mm-hmm. oh uh mcneely uh yeah yeah uh I'm I'm Bill you know I'm uh, in charge of uh, logistics around here. Ugh, you know, look like shit. I mean the gate treat you poorly. You need to get a yeah. Shower. I was a little. I I totally understand. I apologize. You have to see me in this state, but I didn't think I didn't want you to think I was abandoning my post. So I figured I would check in with you first and then uh, take care of the the un the unpleasant transport, if you will. Right, right. Well, um, uh, next, uh, next delivery is scheduled for eh, 35, 34 hours from now. Um, uh, so, you know, uh, rest up, uh, before then. Have you been down to medical to get the, 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 the poke yet? Not yet, sir. <laughs> uh, yeah, you want to take care of that ASAP or Tucker will be down in my ass. Everyone's got to get checked for the rot. Uh, the rot, sir? Yeah, the, the away team says that there's there's some kind of microbes or some sh- some stuff back here um, in the past, which uh, has uh, been a pretty uh, pretty tenacious and uh, you know uh, 
has been known to jump from people to people. So medical wants to, you know, if you're not feeling well, they want to know about it immediately. Um, and of course, they want everyone's blood on record so they have something to compare it to um, in the event that they do come down with uh, something. So, but yeah. Gotcha. Can do. Uh, is there anything you need me to work on for the next 35 hours that would be helpful? I know I'm still learning the ropes, but happy to jump uh, in. No, where I can. no, just, uh, just, uh, uh, get acclimated, um, you know, find a, find a, a bunk and to, to, you know, call your own for the time being. Um, oh yeah, uh, of course, I'm sure you're already told, but I need to remind you, uh, trans, uh, uh, Going outside, the going outside the walls of the compound at night is uh, disallowed. Um, if if you do not have a radio and security cards to contact you, they will shoot you. So uh, you know, keep it keep it indoors. There are no no leisurely evening strolls, McNeely. Appreciate the heads up. Can we take leisurely strolls inside the the palace walls? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's fine. That's fine. They're they're looking out, not in. Can do. Appreciate it. Look forward to working with you. Yep. Yep. So. JJ. So you wander in. Are you going to the power plant? I'm going to the power plant. Power plant. Okay. Um, let's see here. You reach the uh the 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 turbine which is situated um on a wa near the near a waterfall um that kind of you know goes off into the distance um where there are a good 20 30 people kind of like manning the station and checking the power reserves and such um from your physics knowledge this place is um, more than adequate to power the facility you've just left. Probably could power several of them. Um, again, uh, modern amenities brought back through time and reassembled on the um, on the far side and such. So you probably put this as one of the oldest uh, buildings um, on uh, this side of the gates, but it is in pristine condition. There, there are. Um, uh, beds and such. The people who work here sleep here, and and such. So, uh, you are, yeah, you are uh, greeted by a um, uh, East Asian uh, man introduces himself as uh, Doctor Sheng. Um, again, gives you a curt head nod. He's like, Ah, yes, uh, Doctor Jeeves. Um, uh, welcome to the turbine. Um, uh, are you, are, I assume you're here as part of, uh, facility staff or, um, what, uh, what can I do for you? Yes, I'm here as facility staff. What can I do for you? Uh, he starts going off into some long rambly, you know, description of the facility and the power output being more than adequate for, um, uh, the pro projected consumption of uh, new facilities um, with, you know, there's, you know, high tension wires that go to um, uh, the base camp. And um, as of now, or as of yet, they have not had any um, interjections by um, the wildlife or 
what he refers to as the natives. Okay. Um. Uh, I ask him if he, um, if they're doing so well, why did they request additional staff? Is there another facility being put up soon? Um, well, I, from, from my understanding, they're increase the, the, uh, home base back in Duxbury is increasing, uh, the rate at which the project is being, um, uh, accomplished. So, I mean, there's always room, um, for improvement here. And, uh, we are, we did lose, uh, one or two, uh, individuals, uh, a couple weeks back. Um, they're just kind of, uh, we did not take the news of uh, having to remain um, here for the entirety of their lives. Um, so I, I hope that is not going to be an issue with you, sir. I did a thorough psych panel before I left, as did everybody else. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Yes, yes. And there was no red flags, but of it course. is truly lovely here. <laughs> Yes, yes, breathtaking. Um, there's still much debate about when and where we actually are. Um, um, I go off on some, like, history rant, because I have a history of, like, 80 on when I think we are. <laughs> mm. Yes, that sound theory. Greenland, that is that is what the prevailing theory currently is. However, um, they are, we have not seen any of the megafauna that we would expect from uh, such uh such locale uh there's theory that they perhaps have not developed yet or perhaps have already been wiped out or a strange biological shift has occurred um because otherwise we would be based off of paleontological evidence we should be seeing these uh fossils as living breathing creatures um and someone's like i like the theory that we're misplaced in time and he's like shut up <laughs> yeah. i make a joke well, about how i wish it could be more like all of those early 2000s <laughs> or 90s sci-fi movies where like you set the day and time that you jump to yes it's uh time travels uh we're working on it as an exact science from what i'm what <laughs> i'm told i was not in charge of gate operations but the device is stable and you're able to you know have continuous uh deliveries from the future that's a weird phrase to say don't you think sir <laughs> I brag a little bit about like having worked a a little bit with the gate back home and having some experience with that. Ah, fascinating, fascinating. Um immense power consumption. As I'm sure you were, we had a uh from the our special arrangements back in Duxbury. I am wondering though, with all the immense power that it takes to generate and maintain the gate for the eight hour shifts in which it's open, if any of that residual energy could be siphoned off and to hear the past and store it in perhaps some kind of battery bank in the event of some ecological disaster, which would cause the, uh, our turbines to, to cease functioning. Oh God. And a lot of people are just like, Hmm. Hmm. Yes. Mm, mm. <laughs> what a thought. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, this is where you'd say, like, oh, yes, I can go take readings at the next delivery. <laughs> yeah, yeah, something like that. <laughs> okay, all right, okay. Okay. 
And then wouldn't want uh, that to happen. <laughs> yeah. If you don't yeah. mind, with my expertise, having already mm-hmm. seen the other gate, I I would also like to compare it with the gate back home. Oh yes, I'm. Uh, yes, that could that could be arranged. Yes, good to have <laughs> someone with knowledge on both the the operation on both sides of the um of the of the of the gate. So so you got a pass to go observe <laughs> uh, the next uh, in thirty six hours. Uh, Gary Weaver, what are you going to be doing? Just kind of blending in, or you're going to try to mostly in with the security people, or vehicle depot, or none? Like, like, yeah, no, you, I was thinking, um, I could do, uh, it depends on what the group wanted, rather snacks or guns, because I could do like security, or I could do like, you know, mess hall. Yeah, I mean, also. I I was given the info from my boss, Mr. Build-A-Bear Workshop, that I pretty much just get to chill for the next 36 hours. So maybe you can just say you're on logistics with me and we can kind of hang out. Okay, yep. So through Unless both you of you... want to do something, oh, which you okay. can. <laughs> but we can I was just... I about trying the security route just to see if I can get access to some sort of resource. Uh, yeah, there is... Let me look up the name of the head of the security chief. Yes, um, there is, uh, your head of security, the security office is manned by a a man named Brant. Um, he is, you know, mid-50s, athletic build, um, like a, like a John Avery Jr. John Avery being the guy who was in charge of security back home um so just imagine just you know that kind of like gruff security guy who you know takes no nonsense from anyone um as you're wandering about you do see that there are uh like weapons lockers around the uh the compound or should be the base camp so guns are available should you want guns um uh, I think that's going to be a want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's going to be a nice, nice to have. All right, so. Uh, bu- 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 so Brant, you know, uh, greets you with a firm handshake and such, and kind of goes through the security protocols. You know, twice daily security drills. No one out after dark. Um, permission to shoot to kill uh if radio contact is not responded to um be on the lookout for um the uh native species the natives as they are referred to as uh furry humanoid um possibly distant human human relatives or offshoots of a sense um Da, 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 da. Beware of still water in the event that you are going into any caves out in the wilderness. Um, uh, yeah, don't let those uh, don't let those scientists push you around. Uh, they think that we're all slackers, but we're we're really the ones, you know, keeping this thing together. I don't take no I don't take no gruff from no pencil neck. That's what I like to hear, son. You'll fit in just fine here. It gives you like a big clap on the shoulder with like a big ham hand. 
here's your gun. <laughs> he literally gives you a pistol. Only, uh, only to carry on when you're on duty. Well, of course, yeah. That's fantastic. Yep. All right, so everybody going to bed? My, my character's of... exhausted. All right, yep. I'm going to go get a haircut before I go to bed. <laughs> yep. Uh, you're greeted by a woman named Francine, who has the same jumpsuit, but somehow is more stylish than you, um, who, you know, chats your ear off while, you know, cleaning up your hair. She's like, oh, honey. What did that time portal do to your hair? I know. I just finished growing it out, too. I'm really upset. But I, I trust that you can make me look, well, as cute as anyone can in a jumpsuit, I guess. <laughs> and kind of giggle at her in the mirror. Well, it's kind of funny. Back home, they, they these were just coming back in a style. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you been down here? Oh, a, couple, um, a month or two now. I mean, I'm not in the highest... Uh, priority of uh as far as jobs go around here but you know people were getting uppity because they you know couldn't get their hair did so they brought me in and it's it's nice it's uh it's it's a quiet living and uh you know i took care of my family back home um so you know leave leave something nice for them so it's it's uh it's 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 a different kind of life, but it's uh it's it's interesting to see something built like this, you know. Yeah. So I mean, and I'm I'm pretty new down here, so I'm not sure of all the the scuttlebutt. But how long are you going to be down here? When do you get to go back? Oh, uh, that's uh, I I. She kind of chuckled. She was like, "You know, no, no one gets to go back." Oh, I thought that was just a figure of speech. I didn't realize it was for real. <laughs> nah, nah, honey. We, we're we in here for the long run. Future of humanity and all that. I mean, future of humanity. Did you get a boyfriend down here yet? <laughs> mm, you know, I'm talking with someone, you know, on and off, on and off. But, you know, <laughs> I'm not one to kiss and tell. <laughs> I kind of give her a conspiratorial look in the mirror. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, I mean, is making relationships like that, is that something that's looked down on down here? I mean, I I just don't want to make any wrong steps out of line. I mean, you know how it oh, is. Oh, no, of course, of course. No, no, that's that's fine. That's fine. You know, um, that's that's probably a lot of, you know, a lot of the scuffles I hear about. That's it's, you know, has to do with, uh, you know, relationships kind of, you know, spat and su spats and such like that. But uh, no, yeah, yeah, people are allowed to date. I mean, same as it was back on the other side. You know, the the company promoted like people dating within the company. So, so yeah, it, it is. Yeah, it's not restricted. Um, but any public incidents uh, stemming from romance are very strongly advised against and punished. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, no not since not since we're down here forever, though. I mean, when things like that come up. Do people who you know can't can't handle the pressure? What gets what happens to them now? Well, a couple a uh, good amount of them got sent back a couple weeks ago. Um, uh, but uh, you know, being punished by eating the same MRE for a month usually sorts most people out. 
Okay. So from what you know about uh, HSS, everyone here is in it to win it. Yeah. Like, there's no, like, mealy mouth, like, oh, I don't know about this whole future in the past thing. Future humanity in the past. They're like, they're like nope, yep, we're doing this. We have seen the snake person. Um, you know, we are, you know, humanity's only, you know, uh, uh, means of survival in the future. You know, so. Alrighty. How's my haircut? Do I look cute? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes, very. <laughs> Make sure you put that in your character sheet. Yeah. <laughs> Physical description. Got a haircut. Looks fly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, so not a whole lot occurs over the next 36 hours. Um, you go to sleep, though. You guys all have weird dreams. Would you like to remember said dreams? I would, even though it'll probably hurt my sanity. Okay. Um, you wake in a... What appears to maybe be, like, a library. Um but it's like the size of a stadium. It looks futuristic um, in, a, in a sense. Um, within the dream, these uh, alien creatures glide around like snails the size of minivans. They observe the world through huge eyes on tentacled stalks. Uh, they mill about in this library, clutching these strange books they're pretty made of like metal um, and their little grabby claws. Uh, they bring the books to tables that are large enough that like an elephant could read at it. Um, you can see that the books are filled with incomprehensible rectilinear writing. Uh, some of these creatures seem confused or perhaps ill. You're no alien biologist. Um, they stand at the tables of these and carefully write into the books. Uh, with their um, tentacles that, that end in claws with writing implements that look like scalpels made out of gold. Um, the ones that are writing with the curved, emple curved implements made of gold are carefully watched by what are obviously more confident members of the species. Um... You try to stand up, and you're way higher than you think you are. Like a balloon kind of tethered off the ground, like you were maybe you were sitting this entire time. Uh, you see your reflection in a bronze wall, and you see one of the creatures looking back at you. Uh, you are the creature. Uh, and with that realization that that is your reflection. You wake up with an un un unaccountable shock. That's uh, fair. Lose, lose one sand. That's also fair. <laughs> um, anyone else want to try to remember what they dream? No, I'm good. 
You had a weird dream, but you can't remember what happened. It was just odd. You're in a building somewhere. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? So. Okay. All right. So it gets down to the countdown towards uh, the delivery is going to happen in a couple hours. Uh, what is your guys' plan? I mean, based on the conversations we've had, no one can, by choice or by getting sent because they're, like, feeling burned out and don't want to do it anymore, no one gets sent back through the time portal. Um, no one can choose to go back through the time portal. So we clearly, we gotta either force our way through or sneak our way through. Uh, which is my, why my initial thought was gigantic box big enough for four people. Um, but, I mean, no one's going to let us just walk right through. It seems. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I'll be doing readings at the gate. Mm-hmm. So I could, like, collapse. Doctor comes over to help me. I'm heavy. Might need people to carry me. But also, like, I wouldn't want to make that big a deal right because well then you could just hopefully send other people away like we don't have time for that you take care of them and then everybody else is like unloading and then we can slip in together that way would that work (laughs) do we want to try that i mean i I guess my thought towards that it's like because like the there's not a giant archway but like because it's you know controlled on the other side but it's just like basically more or less like the size of a door, right, Max? Yeah. So it's like not something that you could like slip through the corner of because it's like this gigantic room sized thing. Oh, okay. And there's obviously going to be people at the other side who, if they see people come out, are not gonna be too pleased with that. Um,. So, because I'm not sure if what, you know, this, obviously this piece of phone, not phone, alien technology that likely had something to do with my spooky dream. Um, I'm not sure if that, like, goes into effect as it passes through the door or if it's something we need to, like, plug in on the other side and then walk back through it. You know what I mean? So I think getting through unnoticed is going to be like, the more important part there, which makes me think, like, hiding in a box! Or something along those lines. But, I mean, if I... Like, what is going through the door to the future? Like, are we sending anything to the future? Did anyone get any information? It's like crates of supplies. Uh, like gold. gold. Crates of supplies yeah, like, are coming into the past, but and are we sending anything? Yeah, they're out? they're sending. Uh, if you remember back in the beginning of part three, there was the guy who was caught at TSA smuggling gold. This is where the gold comes from. They're mining gold in the past, um, and sending it to the future to sell to finance everything. Oh, okay. 
Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Yeah, because there was the as you were walking around, there was the guy talking about like mineral veins they, that that the away team was finding, and being like, "Oh yeah, this vein could be worth two hundred million dollars if it's you know if they play it right." Are there any boxes for vein samples, and how big are those? <laughs> uh, they're just like duffel bags of like ingots. Like they set up a smelter. Um, not here, someplace else. And, yeah. uh, you know, just like ship, uh, ore back or ship, uh, bars of, or ingots of metal back. And there aren't people going back, right? Like it's placed on like a conveyor belt or a dolly and just sort of. Yeah, a dolly and they kind of just thrown. like push it in. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, wait, so JJ, you were in like the power area. Yeah. Um, because my thought is so like I'm just wondering if there's anything we can do on this side to like alter where the gate is connected to like obviously like they power it from the Ohio side but is so there isn't like a control panel for it in the past but is I wonder if there's like anything that we can kind of hack into on this side maybe either through the power or through any sort of control system. Um, to turn it on or make it flicker? Like, what would be the goal? Just, well, because, like, my hankering suspicion, which I think, based on how things have played out since we have received the phone, not a phone, is that that is some sort of technology that provides, you know, time coordinates for where we are supposed to go. Because we're obviously being directed to go somewhere in time um, to accomplish a task, which is why we were dumped by the gate in the first place, and we need know we need to go through the gate. I'm just wondering if there's, like, something we can do. Like, as the gate is turned on, they say it's open for how many hours, Handler, once the gate is activated? Uh, four to eight hours, depending on four what's coming through. Yeah, so I wonder if there's like any sort of control we can do on this side that would adjust the time connection or if we just go through to Ohio or wherever it is, Duxbury and plug in and then walk back through it again. Like I'm just trying to minimize the amount of times we have to face the gate. <laughs> you know what I mean? So maybe do some research and this would have been done previous to like now, but do research onto giving the gate some juice to at least go to wherever we need to go from this side after hours. Cause I'm assuming that they probably have a, like an after gate party to like celebrate the shit coming in and job well done everybody and drinks yeah. around and that would be a good time to slip in. But like the gate would be closed then. Yeah, because I know, like, because I think... Without alerting everybody that the gate is open again. Whoa! Yeah, because, like, the best way, I, like, to, I think the best way to get across the gate would to be to do it in a giant crate of four people, like, Three Stooges style. But, obviously, the people on the other end of the gate are going to, like, open and inventory things immediately. And then we're just, the four of us are in a box with a gun that may or may not have survived time travel. Um, if, like, it isn't an automatic reroute from this piece of technology. And this is also assuming that the gate is 
like once we open a specific like they open a specific time because obviously they have something to control it with right like we when we step through we're not just going to go to what this device sends us to we're going to end up going to where yeah, we don't, we don't want to walk open it in the future yeah it's like we don't want to walk through a gate yeah. and like immediately get shot because we're trespassers <laughs> mm. so we'd need the gate to like we don't even want to go through then right at no, this we, time I, I don't know like that's the thing like i oh, got it okay uh, um that's why i was asking like max when jj was doing like the electronics power mm-hmm. stuff was there any sort of past time not even just like main controls because those are obviously at the main gate but like auxiliary controls that they could do something with no they don't control the gate from this side the gate's controlled only from the other side although they they monitor like atmospheric conditions and make sure that nothing hazardous is coming in through the portal um based off of like what you were kind of shown in your in the control room when you're kind of given your 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 onboarding thing uh where they have you know people making sure that you know the pressure doesn't you know invert and collapse the collapse the uh the 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 chamber or anything like that um so they're they're kind of just you know trying to ensure that um like everything that comes in like nothing bad happens because like they lock it because they, they you're told that they, that they lock that area down when it's open and like after the uh everything's been unloaded and set, sent forward they um like they you know resume activities okay so, so. then Knowing that, because I was just trying to think if there's like a way we could like sneakily backdoor our way in, but that clearly doesn't. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's there's three entrances into the chamber where the gate is. The one main one that leads to the elevator, and then two sort of auxiliary like maintenance access uh, ways in that are located throughout other parts of the facility. Um, you know, so. Depends if you want to go quiet or if you want to go loud. Um, I mean, as someone who has had many a character die in this game going the loud route, <laughs> um, I'm going to vote quiet and just say we all get in a giant box that's on a dolly. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. I'm I'm all for the the uh, Metal Gear approach. Yeah, I just want to solid snake my way through the gate, but all of us should be together with the the phone, not a phone that Doctor Moss hasn't broken. <laughs> okay. All right. So in order to do this, you guys are going to have to sneak into the sneak into there after hours. So. Um, someone roll me a stealth check to get yourselves into a box. Oh, I can, I'm good at stealth. That was how I murdered that old man last time. Just knocked him out. No, I murdered the other one. Yeah, his, you murdered his guard. And then I carried him to a car, uh, 18 under 70. Okay, yeah, you're able to get in there, um, and get yourself, uh, into a box. You are a very heavy box, because you are four people in a rather large crate. Oh, the gate's like, 
13 feet by 13 feet. So it's like you can it can be uh it can be moved in or it can be uh it, it it's still quite big. It's not just like a doorway. Okay. It's it's quite big. Okay. Well, regardless, we're all in a big crate. It yep. says, you know, whatever euphemism they use for gold on it so it knows it's heavy mm-hmm. for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. You know, this end up, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah, fragile. Um, yeah. Yeah. So you are all in your box. It is very uncomfortable. It is very hot and very humid. Uh, you guys feel like absolute shit. Um, everyone roll. Everyone lose four points of willpower because you're cr- in this cramped, hot box, uh, just fair. like waiting for you know whatever something to happen. And um, eventually, you hear some rustling and some people moving around and stuff like that, and you're like this weird like whoosh sound it's like this weird kind of like pulsing kind of like and uh you hear like things like coming like being moved around um you know uh a lot of a lot of hustle and bustle and like people like atmospheric conditions as normal and expected and you know proceed for receival of goods and like loading unloading um and then uh there's a uh there's a very like some heavy grunting and groaning as your box is pushed into uh the portal and at one point like it it looks like nothing happens you're just inside of this box and then uh things start we'll say you have a flashlight then so you can kind of you know see each other and talk and whatever um then it feels like you're all floating in the black, endless black, um, while you see each other like blink in and out of existence. Uh, this is not how uh, you went through um, time last time. Uh, no, you are ripped apart by fire and lightning. It is exceedingly painful. Uh, you feel as if you are being reduced down to your atoms in mere seconds. That also feels like an eternity. Um, everyone roll as you as you feel just like your bodies be utterly destroyed. Everyone roll sand. Again, I'm I'm weirdly fine with this. Apparently, fail. Fail. You want to spend any willpower? Yeah, try to. Uh, Pass? I passed. Two. Okay. Alright, if you pass, take one. If you failed... Seven. Yeah, you should lean on a bond for that, JD. (laughs) Uh, sure. Can I lean on my best friend Barry bond? Sure. And then I only take three? Yeah, I rolled a three. Yep, three, three willpower, three to a bond, three less sands. Only lose four. Oh, sorry, I didn't roll. I was just guessing a number. Oh, <laughs> what what die am I rolling? At uh, the D four. Okay. Oh, I rolled a one. Perfect. All right, you only so you lose six sanity. Reduce your bond by one. Reduce your will. Reduce your willpower by one. Okay. So. Having a good time, traveling through time, being ripped apart to atoms. Uh, you wake up 
you are in suits. You are in a room, very old style room. Um, weird rewired electronics by like 1920s or early 20th century uh, style. Uh, there's old radios, uh, wires, um, similar to what how you went back in time. Um, but you're uh, forward in time again. On the wall in front of you are two lines. 101H7M22S. Kill Hunt. Oh my god, I had this written down in my notebook. I was like, are we going to go on a time-traveling assassination journey? You are all in the bodies of Mediterranean or Middle Eastern men. Oh no, and we're in, we're in the 30s or 40s. That's not good. Yeah, you are wearing old-fashioned double-breasted suits. Um, inside the pockets are $500 in large $20 bills. Uh... It says series of 1929. Um, below the uh, charcoal scratchings, there is what appears to be a watch. Um, uh, like on a, it's like it's like on a sheet, as if it were some kind of holy item. Um, you see. Uh, Elgin Aviator uh, on the uh, on the on the piece. It's a very old-fashioned uh, chronograph, an exceedingly expensive and accurate timepiece. Um, instead of the standard watch face, it counts from one to two hundred eighty-one. Um, it's ticking, but there's only one hand, and it's on the hour. Is the one through two hundred eighty-one? Like going up from one to two hundred, or going from two eighty one down to one. Uh, starts at like if uh the one is in the twelve spot. So if time, it's it's a watch, but it, like the face is different and it's ticking. So okay, I mean that seems like it's doing some sort of countdown. Like we have to kill hunt and. 281 units of whatever time this is counting down in well there's also there's a time on the on the uh time on the wall 101 h7m22s that's a time oh hours minutes seconds yeah so that's that's the time limit we have to to kill him Mm mm-hmm that's what you would assume Okay. Um, is it because we ripped open two things that we weren't supposed to earlier? I'm not going to rip <laughs> open this very watch. <laughs> yep. So, uh, going to go outside this house, see where you are? I mean, I have a suspicion of where we are, but yes. Okay. Um... So outside, you were in a, a dilapidated, two dilapidated two-story house, uh, peeling yellow paint, um, cops of trees that kind of shields it from the road, uh, pair of telephone poles. Um, 
there is a uh, what you would otherwise call a perfectly preserved 1930 Ford uh, parked out front, cars in pristine condition. Um, there's a uh, you see you see the keys are inside of it. Um, a page ripped from the Meigs County Examiner with notice. Estate liquidation, November 22nd, 1934, as well as a 1934 Ohio road, at road atlas with several marked locations. Uh, what locations are marked? Uh, random spots. You don't recognize any of them. Um, I point them, I, I, I show the atlas to JJ and Dr. Moss and Gary. <laughs> Do you uh, recognize these locations? Can I roll anything for history? No, you or... remember these. Oh, okay. This is um, Chester, Ohio. Uh, the Hunt Plant, the Hunt Farm, Serpent Mounds. Ooh. Uh, there's a sign I tell the rest of the group that. <laughs> yeah, sign, sign nailed on the uh, door of the house saying... Repossession and estate liquidation by order of the Meeks County Sheriff, Thursday, November 22nd, 1934. You've gone backwards in time again. Well, forwards in time again, but not to the area you, th you thought you would. Roll me a sand. Okay, that one broke me, apparently. <laughs> oh my gosh, I passed. I passed. Uh, two points, McNeely. Can do. What does a triple zero look like in this? That's a fumble, so that's four. It Ouch. looks like you're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so you've got $500 and four days to kill a guy. And uh, next episode... Oh, I thought we had $500 each. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lame. uh... Each is five hundred dollars. So yeah, you each you each got five hundred dollars and four days to kill a guy. So, all right. And we'll wrap it up there, and we will <laughs> and we'll, we will conclude future perfect next time on relatable. Oh, oh, there's a heist! I love a heist. Oh man, I can't wait. <laughs> and we're dapper in like our 1930s apparel. Hell yes. Yeah, here's the th okay. I I mean I don't obviously don't want to spoil too much for the next time we record. Well, I, I'm very excited we look dapper. This is also infinitely more difficult for us because we are not white in 1930-something. That's a fair point. <laughs> I have a feeling that that was done intentionally to make things more difficult for us. Yeah, we'll find out next time how that yeah, goes. Yeah, we can't just walk into a store and be like, yes, we'd like oh, hunting your guns, rifles. please. <laughs> <laughs> Darn. Oh, okay. Thanks, Max. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Next time we will uh, bring this to a close and see what happens uh, with uh, the hunt investigation. The hunt so. murder. <laughs> Hopefully, hopefully we successfully murder him. I've never <laughs> wanted to murder someone so bad, considering he's probably a snake person. Oh, he hundred percent is a snake person. <laughs> oh hell yeah! Oh, I want to murder a snake person so bad. <laughs> 
Yeah. Now, did did we get the gun? Does that gun that I had on me make it through the portal? No. No. Uh-huh, tricky. It yeah. didn't make it. That sucks. I was like, we have an untraceable gun with us. No. No. See, the oh, before- gun atoms didn't like break apart and then like become a like a scimitar or something. Rocket launcher? <laughs> no. <laughs> Darn. Wait, before we before we finish, I just I need can we can we check the glove compartment? I just really want to check the glove yeah. compartment. I can't be yeah. waiting in suspense in the glove compartment. <laughs> Inside the glove compartment is the new looking Colt M nineteen eleven A one pistol manufactured in twenty six, fully loaded with seven forty five ACP shells. How did you know? I love it. I just love checking glove compartments. I do that in all my friends' cars because I'm a nosy asshole. Um, So you have a handgun. We're definitely going to need more weapons than that, but we're off to a good start, gang. Yep. What happened to the phone device thing? Oh, the, the, the phone device was what put you on your magical mystery tour. Is it so still the- in my pocket or did it like... Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. It's gone. So, so yeah, the phone device, that was just, it just needed to go through the gate with us and it took us to the right spot. There wasn't like a weird plug and play thing, obviously. Yes. Cool. Yeah. I love that. Love that adventure for us. Yep. Is the home that we, the house with the, with, that we walked out of, is that the same place that we were teleported into the, the end of last game? Possibly. It was a hundred, it was almost a hundred, almost 90 years. So who knows what happened to that house since then? Okay. It looks familiar. Kind of hard to tell because, you know, you got, like, mugged. Yeah, that's and fair. Didn't because really we're not to... near the gate, right? So, like, the way back, we don't have the phone thing. Yep. Hmm. We'll, we'll get into that next time. So, Claire, take us out of here. Oh, man, I'm too full of spooky alien brain to even think about that. <laughs> um, whew, that was a lot. Uh, thank you for listening to this episode of Relatable Roles. Hopefully you're not too mad that we left you on this 1930s gangster murder cliffhanger, but hopefully that means you want to listen to how it ends, because I also would like to know how it ends. Uh, you can find us at Relatable Roles on Twitter, Relatable Roles Podcast on Instagram, and all of the social media links, our email address, and back episodes can be found at RelatableRoles.com. Uh, We are on all podcasting platforms, uh, wherever you prefer to listen to your podcasts. We are uh, also able to be rated and reviewed on iTunes. Uh, Please, if you enjoyed our podcast, rate and review us. That way it'll help more weirdos like you find us, because we're all weirdos. And we'd love to find more of you to listen to our stuff. Um, If you have any games that you have either created or enjoy and want to come on and talk about, we would love that. Or if you want to play a game with us, let us know. Our inboxes are open for chats. Um, thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed this episode. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye, Stacy and Joe and Kayla. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs> Bye, Alistair.